0: What's up, y'all? This is GNT. We have some really great stories this week. Pokemon Go. Nintendo's launching some new stuff. Rock with us. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live's Geek Nerd Tech. Yeah. Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech, the show where we break down geek and nerd culture from a black and brown perspective. I'm Akili Shine. And today I have on the show Kiana Garner. Was good. Hi, how welcome, are you? welcome. Great. How are you? I'm
1: great. Happy oh, to be here.
0: Yes, indeed. So <laughs> I'm, I'm happy you're here too to really get some good perspectives from you. Um, I think you're super intelligent. I would define you as a geek. I don't know. Would you define yourself as I a mean, geek? I
1: mean, I guess you could say that. I, I <laughs> like. I was just saying, I consider myself a pop culture connoisseur, which is a little. Okay. I, I mean, I don't know. More
0: sophisticated. A little. Okay. I guess, okay. Little. Okay. So we came in with Chance the Rapper. Is that one of your favorite? I mean, I think it's one of the best albums of the year. What do you think?
1: Uh, yeah, definitely gonna okay. win all kinds of Grammys. Um, yeah, I, like the whole album, I've just been playing on repeat. It's like a Negro spiritual. Man. So. It's a perfect um, way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, that I'm loving it. It's like good. a
0: 2016 Future Negro spirituals, Basically. And it's on point. It's so on point. If you yeah. haven't heard the album, um, definitely download it and get that chance. The rapper is the artist, and the album is on fire. We have um, a lot of great topics today. I just want to get into it. Um, Pokemon Go. This thing is wild. (laughs) This thing is out of control. It's a worldwide phenomenon. I'm sure you've heard of it, right?
1: I I have heard of it. Um, I actually saw it on Twitter for the first time, and then someone texted me about it, and um, I was like, okay, I guess I have to download this now, um, (laughs) because that's the way it goes. So I downloaded it and didn't really know how it worked, and it went up to my roof and was just by the pool, (laughs) turned it on, and you see this little... Well, it, it was one of the characters. Right. I don't know the name. I want to call him like Charlemander or something like that. Anyways, I caught it <laughs> and then I didn't see anymore because it's based on your location. Right, like, GPS? Yeah, GPS and stuff. So, at work, we had something called a swarm, which is where there's a lot of Pokemon in one area. Right. And someone sent out like a blast email and everyone <laughs> just like ran outside. Are you serious? Yeah, it, just catching Pokemon. It's insane.
0: Well, so. if you've been living under a rock, this app is like the number one downloaded game in the history of games and apps like it surpassed candy crush at 20 million i think it's been downloaded 20 million times in less than two weeks like it's incredible like and so for for those of you don't know what it is it's augmented reality and gps like like keanu was explaining pretty much it uses your phone the gps functionality of the phone for you to find pokemon in in real world places and so you find the Pokémon and you try to capture it and by capturing it you get points and that's how you you get ahead of, in the game and so it's crazy because people are going crazy trying to find Pokémon people are driving off cliffs people yeah. are getting hit by cars No,
1: no deaths like, yet though No right? deaths yet but okay. almost like two yeah. dudes drive off right. a cliff looking yeah, for a Pokémon like, I'm waiting it's sad but I'm waiting for the first Pokémon Go death and it's it's like it might be happening right now which is really fucked up but I mean.
0: <laughs> So yeah. I want to ask you like why do you think what makes this app, this game, unique that so many people are gravitating to it? And, like, why, why is it the hot thing?
1: I think it's just, one, it's a distraction from what's going on in the world. And um, it came at a perfect time when everyone was, you know the things going on in the country, so everyone needs something to be distracted by. Right. Also, I think it's um, the nostalgia part of it. Like, who didn't Were know you a Pokemon about, fan? I mean, I think I was too old for the Pokemon, right, right, right. but I remember it, so I think that's what it is, too. They're capitalizing gotcha. on all those millennials that played the Pokemon cards or whatever it was.
0: For sure. I mean, that's yeah. definitely um, a great point. I feel... I mean, there's been nothing like this, like... I mean, in, in our generation where you have something that's so experiential, um, that's so te- – so uses the technology at this mm-hmm. at this level and that's bringing people together to, like, find something that is imaginary. Right. Like, this augmented reality this is the best usage of this technology that, that I know about in terms of any app that we have access to. And so I think this is, like, super crazy – cool and, and fun and just different. like
1: Yeah, totally. I, I think, like, it's just the beginning, and we're going to see a more lot of more. More and
0: more, right, right, yeah. right. So, did you hear about the Central Park of Stampede?
1: Um, I saw the video. Um, but that thing is
0: ridiculous, dude. <laughs> like,
1: it, that's similar to what happened at my job. Like, shut they, up. They were like, okay, we have a soccer field by my job. And someone was like, there's a swarm or whatever. <laughs> and swarm, we're gonna, let's go. And everyone just like ran outside. So, that's how crazy it is that people are like... Being crazy about this app, but there's a um, it's also a story of in South Korea. There's like a glitch, and in this one area, there's just like a whole bunch of Pokemon. And people travel there because it's just to like grab it's like outlawed in other in other places. so right. everybody goes there and just to grab all of them. And it's just like there's always a bunch of Pokemon there, and it's like somewhere like seaside or whatever in, wow. in Korea, South Korea. But yeah, well,
0: yeah, in this video in Central Park, it was literally hundreds of people. Trying to find a Pokemon, like yeah. they filled the streets, like it was just like like she said, a swarm of mm-hmm. people trying to trying to get the Pokemon. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. But I think is I think was really dope about this is that and I want to ask you, what do you think this will do um, for like businesses because it's placing these Pokemons mm-hmm. at like centralized locations or like points yeah. of interest, and like that is that could help. You know, with foot traffic for businesses.
1: Totally. Yeah. I'm already seeing it here in LA. There's right. like signs up like, you can, you know, we welcome Pokemon Go players or we have this or whatever. Um, so it'll definitely like bring business in and help with that. But then there are a lot of businesses who don't want that attention of because it's just people coming in looking for those things and right. getting out. They're right. not buying anything. Exactly. It's a distraction. Yeah. You know, right. They're distracting other customers. So, like, I mean, it goes both ways. So. Mm.
0: I I see the point. I see the point. So we were talking offline and you said that you um, deleted it from your phone.
1: Yeah, I I didn't. I don't have a need for that Um, (laughs) because also like people go hunting for this. Like I have a friend that told me, he was up till, like, 2 a.m. He lives in Torrance and was just cruising the streets of it's, Torrance. It's
0: like an addiction. It,
1: yeah, it's like an addiction. <laughs> a Pokemon addiction. And it's like, it's funny because you're doing, they were doing it ironically at first, but now I think they're actually, like, Pokemon hunters. Wow. So. Um, Yeah, I don't have time for that. And then also, like, I only go to work and home. I don't really go outside (laughs) of those areas. And you're not about
0: to be chasing all over L.A. And (laughs) and
1: once you get them, like, the the people have them, like, they're gone. So between work and home, I don't see any more Pokemon because they're all captured. Right, right, right. So I want to know, how do they reset it? Like, how do we get more Pokemon?
0: Right, right, right. Like,
1: is that, I don't know. I need to ask the people who made it, like, what's next?
0: Well, a couple of quick facts. Um, the average daily use of Pokemon Go exceeded Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and Facebook. That is a crazy fact. Yeah. Um, another one Nintendo owns 33% of Pokemon Go, of the franchise, right. as well, and its market value increased by 9 billion in the first week. That's, That's ridiculous. Right. And they're saying also that po- Pokemon Go is actually helping the police catch criminals because people are, are, are out more and are able to see crimes and report crimes. Uh, that is kind of some funky stuff that, too. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's, it's just crazy all the things. So you're just like catching like a Pikachu and then you're like, oh, oh wait somebody's getting guy's, robbed. yeah, like <laughs> call the police or the police are there already because they're playing Pokemon Go. Like, I don't know. It's crazy. Wow.
0: Well, yeah, let's get into some tech stuff. Yes. Um, the Pentagon is developing cyber warfare tools to help fight ISIS. So as we know, ISIS uses the Internet and uses um, social media platforms to recruit people into their organization, the terrorist organization. And so the Pentagon is saying, well, instead of dropping bombs and destroying their communication system that way, we can come up with some some malware um, software that will help disrupt their communication. And so I want to ask you, do you think that is something that is effective? Do you think that ISIS will figure out a, a, a workaround? Like, kind of give me your takes on that.
1: Well a really terrible like idea the other day cuz i thought about the fact that isis uses social media and technology to like recruit people and mm-hmm. that's how they're like as big as they are and their right. reaches so far um, that they have to have like a social media strategist like there's somebody <laughs> who, who is and this is so terrible I know but, but I just right, thought though. about you're right though you're right like somebody went to school to be like ICE's social media person Man. and the fact that they haven't thought about this sooner kind of worries me because I feel like if you just watch like Mr. Robot you could have had this idea right. that we could have just taken them down a la Independence Day and just given them a virus, and that's the end. So, I mean, I think it's a great idea. I don't understand why it wasn't implemented sooner. Sooner, right. But I still don't think that's going to stop them from doing th- I mean, obviously, the organized stuff is going to be on hold for a little while. Right. But if ISIS, um, I mean, if they're that tech savvy, I'm sure they're going to be able to get back on. Line. yeah
0: that's that's the thing I yeah. think they'll be I think it's it's a good uh tactic for the short short term I don't mm-hmm. know if it's great for the long term I yeah. think Isis will definitely figure out a way to circumvent whatever yeah. you know obstacle they have I mean but I think I think it is good instead of you know just pulling the trigger and pressing the button and dropping bombs mm-hmm. and, and maybe destroying um or having some collateral damage with when those bombs drop and killing maybe innocent people I think right. having this as a strategy is much better, yeah, in conjunction with you know,
1: and taking out their that. social media strategies, exactly.
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah, take out that guy
1: <laughs> so that way they can't tweet anymore.
0: So. Man, that's wild, yeah. So, um, i want to skip the White House story, but I want to get into uh, the Touch ID and using that Ooh. to get money out of ATMs. Are you Android or are you iPhone?
1: I'm iPhone, but I feel like one. I don't even have the time to do the Touch ID on my iPhone. Oh, you know, I how, you sec- you, right. how you secure your phone. Like I don't want to do that, one, because I feel like it's time-consuming and I just want to get my phone like started when right. you're like, setting it up. Right. And then, two, like, I don't know how I feel about Apple having my fingerprint. Man, like, I
0: am so... Right with you on that. I, I, that's the main reason why I didn't do it. Yeah. I'm not trying to have them have my fingerprint. Who knows what it's, they're doing with that? It's
1: just like one step away from us doing like retina scans exactly. and becoming like cyborgs and like, exactly. I mean, which would be kind of cool. But no, like it's <laughs> <laughs> we. It's just too much. Like I don't think we need that level of quote unquote security. Right.
0: For what, our, what do you think about you know us moving towards this cat with this? This society where we don't have to necessarily break out our, our wallet or break out an ATM card, we could just use our phone and you know have the authentic, authentic authentication process go through and, and get our money from an ATM. I think that's kind of cool though.
1: I think it's cool. I mean, it's a time saver. Nobody uses cash anyway, exactly. But I mean, if Shit goes down, and ISIS social media strategist, or whoever <laughs> <get> it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they got hackers, it's just it's still. I'm not, I don't feel entirely secure with it. Like, right. not saying that an ATM card is any more secure. I just feel like I don't want to put all everything into technology, like all of my faith, all of my assets. Mm-hmm. In it. Um, I don't know. Maybe I need to like start putting my uh, money in a mattress or something. I don't know. It just. I, don't, it's I feel just it. Too much.
0: So what they're trying to do, and all all the major banks have signed up for this, and they're going to be rolling this out in the next few years. But right now, the, there's seventy thousand ATMs that they're going to roll this out with, and essentially, you use your your phone, your touch ID to obviously like we were talking about mm-hmm. putting your fingerprint in, and you're able to withdraw money within the app on the phone. Um, what happens is it goes through a process of authentic. Oh, I can't. Why am I messing up that word? It goes through a process where. It, essentially make sure it's you and okay. then it sends a QR code and so when you go up to the ATM you flash the QR code and you get the money okay. and so it's super super quick um, and I think we're going to see, I think this is going to be ubiquitous. I think we're going to see this all over the world yeah. in the next few years where you don't have to use um, an ATM card. You just use your phone because everyone has a smartphone. Yeah.
1: We're essentially barcodes now. Exactly. That's what we are. They're just scanning us like, okay, Kiana scanned whatever number comes up. Maybe my social security number. I don't know. I, it's cool. <laughs> it makes things easier. And that's what technology is supposed to do. So yeah,
0: make that, it more guess. efficient right. and all that good stuff. Yeah. So, um, are you a heavy Netflix girl?
1: I do have Netflix, um, but I feel like in order to get everything I need, I also have to have my HBO Go. Okay, I also okay. have to have Hulu. So, you got,
0: the, you got the whole shebang. Yeah, okay. I got to
1: have all of it.
0: Got you. Well, I think this is a super cool story. Um, Netflix is coming out with a thing called Flix Tape, and it's almost like a throwback to the mixtape idea of the 70s 80s 90s and even the 2000s where you um would personally curate different songs and put them on a tape Mm -hmm. but now you're able to do that with netflix and streaming video so you can essentially go up you can sign up and go to the website flickstape.com i believe and you can make your own mixtape of your favorite movies and television shows and you can do it by category by genre Mm -hmm. you can make up your own categories do you think this is a cool idea
1: I think it's cool but isn't that the cue? like when I'm putting shows and stuff in the queue isn't that the same it's thing It's different because
0: it? you can share this. Oh, you can share okay. this. You would be like, "Hey, Akili, like check out my my new Flix tape um, for comedy. It oh, has all your faves." Okay. And I'm, I'm able to check out kind of like your curation and the order or whatever. And gotcha. I think that I think that part is pretty fresh. That yeah. has a social element. Um, to it as well.
1: I think this is probably what we're paying for with the 999 now. Is this the right, like fl- the, the hike
0: the <laughs> price the <Flix> hike? Tape.
1: <laughs> the Flix tape is what we get. This is the incentive? You
0: you don't seem too happy about this. I mean,
1: I mean, I guess it, it makes sense. It's cool. Um I feel like it's just because Netflix knows that it takes so long for people to decide on something they're just like okay what if they just make something and then they're always they're able to access it easier right. I think they're trying to like circumvent that with you know the fact that people are just like I know when I'm looking for something I'm just like no no seeing it right, right, it right. takes forever for me to decide on something on Netflix There's unless so I'm many, watching something I'm like,
0: right there with yeah. you I'll, we'll hop on Netflix and spend at least 10 minutes trying to find something and get so frustrated yeah. we watch nothing
1: exactly it's like
0: so I mean, yeah. I think this definitely like if you sent me something, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna yeah. see like why you put this in a bundle, right? And yeah, watch it. I think.
1: Essentially, yeah, it's like the word of mouth because someone always tells you what to watch on Netflix, but you never get around to it because you're like, what did that person tell me to watch? Right, like, right, and then, right. You have the flix tape now, so that's cool.
0: Flix tape. Do you like that that word? I mean, <laughs> is, that a, is that a cool, a cool cool lingo for it?
1: I, I don't know about <laughs> flix tape, but I mean, it, it works. Um, it just reminded me of this thing that I like stumbled upon called trap flicks. Oh my gosh! Have you heard of trap flicks? <laughs> Tra- Trapflix is trap movies right? Um, but in the Netflix format so you can just stream
0: <laughs> don't tell me you're subscribing to that
1: <laughs> I just found 15 I don't know how I found it but I was like wait this is a real thing and I think like Snoop came up with the idea or something so Snoop, like that Snoop is
0: developing yeah. a streaming service now yeah, a streaming for, platform <laughs>
1: for, for trap movies though
0: that is so, out of control yeah All right, well, more power to Snoop. (laughs) I will not be subscribing to that, but. (laughs) Anywho, Lucasfilm is making a VR movie about Darth Vader. I think this is super duper fresh. Are you into the whole virtual reality? Yeah. thing like have you have you tried any of the yeah. you know like the Oculus or the HTC or I, the Google I cardboard did,
1: I did try the Google cardboard and I had to download it was when the um the last Star Wars movie came out so I had to download the app to go with it and it's like you're in the world you're on whatever that planet is, I probably can't pronounce it, (laughs) and you're just, like, going through the, like, you're one of the, um, the resistance people or whatever. So, yeah, it's really cool. I would be down to see. So, is it a feature-length film? Like, how is I I
0: don't know if it's a feature. I think it's, it's short. I think it's actually a short. And so, um, ILM, Industrial Light and Magic, um, the the branch of Lucasfilm that creates all the special um, effects for all the movies really in Hollywood Mm -hmm. is developing this and I think it's super cool that they're actually trying to create a a new form of of, of narrative storytelling where it brings the audience member and makes them a participant Mm -hmm. and so you're able to not only watch what's going on but but actually grab things in the movie and so it's from the perspective of Darth Vader and so I don't know if it's the feature but I think it's more like just um Auxiliary content that that's going to go along with maybe a new a new movie release, Definitely. but I, I think this is the future. This is the new wave of storytelling where you actually, it's a, it's a complete change up from you going to the movies and sitting in a seat and just watching the movie. Yeah. Like you're able to actually participate and explore the world. Yeah, and I think that's super fresh with a franchise like this. So like, do
1: I get to like hold a lightsaber and kill you people? might you okay. might if that if I can do that I'm, I'm then you board. sign it up yeah totally.
0: I mean, this is fresh to me. Like, I, I can't wait for yeah. this to, to come out, and I'll, I'll definitely be uh, buying the ticket for Who's it. Who's going
1: to so. play the Dark Vader? Do you know that yet? I have no idea. Okay.
0: I don't know if they're that far along with it, but yeah, yeah I think it's, it's super, super, duper dope.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, let's get into some geek pop culture stuff. Um, Nintendo. Nintendo is relaunching the original NES.
1: That is so exciting. <laughs> I actually saw one today. You did? Um, I went to my job, like, on this Sunday, I know. I just went in to, like, print something, and I realized that we have a gaming area at work, and I just thought it was, like, you know, the new stuff, like... PlayStation or Xbox we have every single gaming station we have a Super Nintendo (laughs) we have a regular Nintendo we have PlayStation 1 like I don't understand why we have all of that but I looked over there I was like yo this is like old school Nintendo which was the first Nintendo that I had growing up um, the first gaming system that I had.
0: So you play video games coming up?
1: I did. I mean, I played whatever was in that little cartridge <laughs> <laughs> when you first got it. I didn't buy too many other games outside of what came with the system. Right, but, right. like, I remember Duck Hunt. I remember <laughs> Mario Brothers. Of course. Um, there was like, race car games, like Grand Prix yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, but, well, yeah.
0: This joint is relaunching in November. It's going to be a uh, price point of $60. It has oh. two HDMI inputs, and it's already 30 games built into it like The Legend of Zelda that's amazing like Donkey Kong Mario Brothers Pac-Man like and 26 more awesome games throwback games that remind us of our childhood and I can't wait to have this is this a must buy this is a must buy This
1: when is it November November. 11th okay I'll I'll be in line or pre-ordering mine um, which is good that we don't have the little cartridges anymore. Exactly, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta blow, blow it. The joint. You gotta. We had to, <laughs> that looks weird, but we had to. <laughs> we had to like shake it around a little bit man. to like get it to work. It was like I don't. know.
0: Those days are over. Yeah, <laughs> just plug it's, in the HDMI and get to rocking. Man,
1: technology. <laughs> we would have never thought of this when we were little. Like what? Man, no cartridges.
0: I think this is a good move for Nintendo because Nintendo's actually. I mean, we already talked about them earlier with the mm-hmm. Pokemon Go. But Nintendo's been on a decline in mm-hmm. terms of, you know, what they're offering right. and just their, their uh, penetration in the marketplace. Like, yeah. obviously, PS4 and um, and Xbox is killing. Yeah. But I think this is a great move. Like,
1: What about, like, Wii's? Did, or did those just do bad? Like, I
0: mean, it's, it's on a decline. Okay. All their products are on a decline. I feel like because so,
1: Wii was the first right. to do all of that, and then everybody else came out with their own version exactly. of it and just, like, killed it. it
0: advanced like, it. Yeah. yeah. But I think this is... is a great strategy for them. It gets people talking. Like those games are classic games. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's just fun. I could just, I could just see that at a party. You know, right. saying just people having fun. Totally, with those
1: millennials games, so. are gonna 100%. be all over this. Yeah.
0: All right, let me do a quick rundown. Um, thumbs up, thumbs down, or must go, or okay. nah, I ain't going. Okay. Finding Dory.
1: Thumbs all the way up.
0: Were you a Finding Nemo fan?
1: I was. Actually, I take that back. Oh, gonna... <laughs> wait a
0: minute. Wait a minute.
1: <laughs> because I know how sequels are and they <laughs> the reason why everyone's like so hyped about it is because finding Nemo was so great. But... Classic. Yeah, but sequels are never as good as the first one. So, I'm going to say thumb sideways.
0: Holy smoke. I'm yeah. surprised by that answer. I, I, I can't seen, wait for this movie. I haven't movie. seen it yet, so. Wow. Yeah. Okay, Legend of Tarzan.
1: Uh, no, thank you. Thank you. No. I
0: I'm uh, sign me down. Okay. <laughs> Jason Bourne.
1: I ha- that sounds ter- I haven't seen any of those movies.
0: <laughs> I've uh, probably seen gotta like be bits ki- and pieces you gotta be of kidding them. Me.
1: You know, I saw the billboard the other day, and I was like, I don't know the premise too much about Jason Bourne, but I know he's like a, a a military person, and he's like, is he a robot or something? No,
0: no, he is a, a, a stone-cold killer assassin.
1: Okay. Got, but but he he's like, been
0: programmed, though.
1: He's been programmed. Yeah. Okay. Because in my mind, I thought he was like somewhat of an android. Cause no, I was no, like, he's human. Okay, so he's human, because I was looking at the billboard, and I was like, oh, Jason Bourne is age. Um, I don't think that makes sense for the story, but Listen, I don't know. Keanu, I didn't know that he was You gotta an go
0: home and watch <laughs> okay. Jason Bourne. I can't believe you haven't seen that. Like, it is Awesome.
1: I don't like gratuitous violence, but I'll, I'll watch it. Okay. I'll see it. All eight of them, or however many there are.
0: <laughs> you, that, that's you got to do that for your homework. Star okay. Trek Beyond.
1: Star Trek. Mm, I should have saw the other ones. Maybe I'd be more hype about it. Okay. I, I'm tired of reboots. Like.
0: They, it's yeah. all off right. Yeah. So speaking of a re- reboot, Ghostbusters.
1: Ghostbusters at first. I was not excited about it because this is one of my all-time favorite movies. And for them to reboot this, I was just like, no, I'm over it. I don't care if they are doing an all-female cast. Like, whatever. Um, But I've been hearing that the reviews are really good and I think the reason why it was getting a bad rep was because it was a female cast. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they kind of did the same thing. They got all SNL stars yeah. in it, and, yeah. I mean, it, it's a super original idea, so I, I think I'm going to go see it.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I mean, it's gotten 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, the reviews are definitely mixed. A lot of people are saying it's too uh, similar to the to the original canon. Um, it's not very different other than it's, you know, female protagonists. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think, I think it's one of my favorite, uh, franchises as a, watching as a kid and just mm-hmm. to have this, you know, rebooted, I think is dope with the female cast. And so I think it will be, I haven't seen it yet, but I think it will be a, an amazing film. Um, I, I can't wait to see the new technology in the movie to see how they're yeah. kind of creating the, the, the ghosts and the different characters. Right. Um, but yeah, last one, um, Suicide Squad.
1: I'm definitely going to go see that. Okay. I don't know, I'm not big on like is that, that's not Marvel, is it? Is it Marvel?
0: Um, no, that's DC. DC, oh yeah. my
1: god, I know that that's like a big no-no, <laughs> like you should never mix those up. Right. I like worked at a comic book convention one time and it was just like if you mix that up, they will like
0: yeah, Yeah, they will stone you It's just you like death. your tribe, you gotta, the very tribal you gotta, yeah. you gotta get that right
1: got it okay yeah I wanna go see that um, not so much for the cast but like the story it looks like it's pretty cool I mean it looks like it was casted well right but um, yeah I'll go see that
0: okay okay well I wanna get into you for a bit I, w- I wanna you know introduce you to the audience and kinda like what you're um, enterprising and what you're doing like I think you know you got some great things that you've been working on and just developing I kinda wanna just you know explore that so you are an amazing creative and writer, so kind of like... Wow, am I? I think so. <laughs> kind of give me like an intro into your world, like what, what you're doing, what your interests are, what you're working on, all that good stuff. Oh my
1: gosh, that's such a uh, broad question. Well, not really. Um, So I am pursuing a career in TV writing. So I um, basically write a blog and that kind of like... Kind of a what is the word that I'm looking for it captures my journey in a sense um, or just like what's the name of your blog it's called uh, what was I supposed to be doing again <laughs> <laughs> it's long it's a wordpress one um, but yeah I think that's just basically like is the the story like what I, I would get distracted with stuff and I didn't know what I really wanted to do hmm. and Around that time, I was just like, oh, I really want to be a writer, but I don't know how to go about it. Whatever. I was working at a law school at the time, so I just like quit my job one day. Just was like, I okay, I'm gonna do this like all out. Um, started working at a restaurant. Worked um, at some networks. I worked at HBO, NBC, temp jobs, um, trying to like find my way into a writer's room somehow, some way, because you just never know where it's gonna come from. So this whole time I was uh, blogging about it, you know, doing my own side projects. I wrote for a web series, um, did my own little sketches with friends, and just really. Stayed on top of the writing thing and trying to get in because it really is about the work ethic. There it is. Like, um, as long as you're writing and you're putting your stuff out there, um, that's the only way I really know to go about it. Absolutely. And obviously, who you know because this is Hollywood. So, networking.
0: um, Networking Mm -hmm. and
1: everything. So, yeah, I did finally get to get into a writer's room for the first time um, about a month ago.
0: Congrats. Thank you. That's awesome.
1: Thanks. It was for um, a comic. Central show that will be airing um, in September
0: Less- yeah, to do it.
1: Yeah, so um, basically, I was brought in as a punch-up writer, which means that they're doing rewrites and they want to make the script better. So they right. bring in people. Normally, it's like comedians. I don't know how they chose me to do it, but <laughs> you go in and you just like sit in a room with a bunch of other people, mostly guys, um, and, <laughs> and you just like they just throw out jokes and pitches. So you're just pitching the showrunner the whole time. Um, it was really fun. I had the experience of a really good script. That's awesome. And a not so good. Script, so yeah, I got both sides. And, right. Yeah, and see the life of a writer, which is pretty amazing. So, Indeed.
0: Yeah. So, kind of like, give me the spirit of your writing, like the tone. Like, I, 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 from my understanding is that you are definitely writing in the comedic space. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, kind of like, how? What did that see? Where was that point of germination? Where you're like, you know, I want to do this. Like, I, like what? Who inspires you? What got you moving to like get into this game?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I never really think about. um, I don't know. I've always been a fan of comedy and just, like, growing up watching, like, In Living Color and... All kinds of, like, comedy movies that my mom used to record for me. And just, I know I could, I used to, like, recite all the words to them. And I never knew, like, what to do with all of this knowledge of, like, storytelling and, you know, comedy and being able to, like, come up with jokes and the time, the comedic timing and stuff. So I was like, okay, I don't know how to really go about it and it just kind of like hit me one day I mean I have my favorite shows and idols uh, people that write that I really admire like Mm -hmm, Tina mm -hmm. Fey for example Um, I really like Amy Poehler most of them are women Um, but yeah just going after it and and reading their stories and see how they did it and that's basically what I'm trying to mirror like their path but also make my own stuff.
0: Man, applause, applause. You mentioned earlier that, you know, in your experience in navigating Hollywood and being in the writer's room and kind of doing the dance, Mm -hmm. you know, that is mostly a a male-dominated environment. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, what are your takes about, you know, black women um, having positions um, behind the camera in Hollywood,
1: mm, so there aren't enough. That's the, right. that's the, the consensus on it. Um, I think they're they're definitely there. It's just maybe the interest isn't there all the time for us. Um, as a whole, but there are Black women creatives out there. I actually, of just went to see a, sh- a feature, and it was a Black director, female Black director. Nice. Um But I think now more than ever, women are in right now, and the industry knows that. Um, right. So they want to hear more of our voices. Right. Specifically, why I was brought in to do the punch up is because I was a woman. Right. So Different perspective. It's like reverse, uh, whatever it is, reverse affirmative action right. or something like that. But they. Basically, um, they wanted to have more of a a female voice, because they have these female characters in, on the show, and the guys just like completely dog them out. Like there's bitches and hoes and all of this stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, we can do that, but we want the girls to kind of fight back or bite back or you know say something." So right. that's why we need you because we don't know these guys don't know how to write women, right? Um And I think that's what it is. Like our voices haven't been heard, mm-hmm. and so Hollywood is looking for that. It's an untapped resource. So
0: got you. Yeah, awesome, awesome, counting perfect, perfect world. Um, no limitations on resources, what would you be writing? What would you be developing?
1: Uh, I would be uh, developing a pilot, um, a comedy... I want to say that I want to have a female, black female protagonist, and it would probably be loosely based off of my life. Like, I've been (laughs) playing around with that idea and I've started it and stopped it and haven't gotten it quite off the ground because I feel like there's just so many things that I want to touch on, and I hate seeing pilots like that that have so many, (laughs) like, ideas in it. Movies, too. It's just like, okay, what is this about? Right. So, I just really need to, like, hone in my, like, focus on what I want it to be about. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Well, I, I, I'm am amazed by this. I think what you're doing is great and I wish you, you know, much success um, and yeah. I hope that, you know, the gate the gates open wider for you and you're able to to really materialize everything that you dream of. So Thank you. Um, where can the people find you?
1: Uh well, my blog, like I said, it is www, you know, for internet people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that, wait, www. What was I supposed to be doing again? <laughs> dot then and what are your um, handles? My handle. I use Twitter, but not like that. I probably barely have any followers, but um, it's at Kianse, and that's spelled K-I-Y-A-N-C-E. Please don't ask me about the name. <laughs> um, and then uh, I think that's it. I don't have Instagram. I'm like one of those weird people that don't have Instagram.
0: Gotcha. So you going to Comic Con?
1: I want to. Have you been
0: before? No, I've okay. never yeah, been. You got to get there.
1: I know the show that I'm working on is going, but I don't think I'm invited. But I would love to go.
0: Because you would love it. Like your 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 geek knowledge is up there. Like you would you would go crazy there. Like it's I know. so fun. Like, yeah. Okay. I'm excited. okay. Well, yeah. Um. I, again, I appreciate you coming on the show. Um. Definitely. And yeah, guys. Uh. For the audience out there, appreciate you listening in. I'm Akili Shine. You can find me at Akili Shine, A-K-I-L-I-S-H-I-N-E, on Twitter and Instagram. This is g and Geek Nerd Tech. We'll see you next week. Appreciate you guys listening in. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Scipio. Instagram me at King Bay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined.